Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Football Club Pod. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Alright, I'm recording. Welcome back, uh, listeners, to another episode of the podcast. This is part two of two, and we're landing in Europe. So we're going to be discussing seven countries of the best players that have come out of played in the Premier League. So we're going to be discussing France, Spain, Germany, Portugal, Belgium, Italy, and Holland. Star-studded lineups. I know there's going to be a lot of players in there. Join me today, Dim and Jane's back. Boys, this is going to be good. Top names. It's going to be so tough. There's so many players come from Europe that we're going to have to leave out. So I hope you guys don't get offended by any of our picks. But it should be a good one. That's because you're only going to pick Liverpool players. Hey, hey, don't hit the player, hit the game. What are you saying, Jane? Yeah, it's a tough one, bro. Honestly, man, I think there's going to be some surprises in this one. You know, and I'm expecting the same from you guys as well. It'll be interesting, you know, it's honestly, because these are the main pool of players which obviously uh, the Premier League has probably seen come through. So, you know, massive. That's the yeah. thing. We In our lifetime, we probably grew up with a lot of these players, you know. Mm. Don't don't be putting Pascal Segan in there or anything like that, bro. Milan from France. William Gallas. <laughs> nah, snake, snake movements. No, I can't move. There's bad players. There's a lot of players way better than William Gallas. Jan told me he's gonna put Maran Fellaini in his Belgium one day. So disappointed. Is it? But let's start. Oh, bro, how can you miss up? Oh, Fellaini, bro. Fellaini, it? Legend. David Moyes. David Moyes is love child, mate. Turning out to be Jayan's love child at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that's a, there's, Mc, a new, Mc there's a new Mc Fellaini, Mc bro. Sushek. Sushek is probably better than Fellaini. Where do, we need, where do you want to start? I start off with France, I think. Start from the top. Um, so the third pick I'd, I'd start with. So yeah. I'll, I'll go first. My third um, pick for France is none other than the little pit bull in midfield and Mr. Engine, N'Golo Conte. That's a shot, you know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't actually think of him. You know, I didn't actually think of him. Really? Yeah, I didn't think of him. I think Engolo. there's... I think there's, there's just... a lot of players in there. Yeah, man. And there's a few others that I think... In goal, I think once he retires or leaves the league, I think there'll be more appreciation towards He's him. He's just so underappreciated and underrated, I think, in my opinion. Especially because he's had that little drop-off past like season or two. But he's like slowly kind of weaning himself back into his like prior form. Who have you guys gone with? Number three, I've gone with Evra. Ooh. That's a top Mr. shout. Patrice Evra. I love this game. I love this game. Nah, man. Top, James, top James head spinning. He's like, I didn't even think of him either. James having a man over here. He, top he quality came, left he came back, into man. our mind. He did come into our mind. 
it was it, the thing is it was either him Cantona or um or Kante as well but Cantona's not on your list bro no, Cantona's not. not on my list man I didn't watch bro. the guy in it like the, the guy was playing when I was like born it doesn't yeah. matter bro there's gonna be names on here that I'm guessing there's gonna be names nah I've, I've gone for names that like I've watched myself don't worry about that in it we'll, we'll wait we'll wait for that one this guy's putting there's one like man that broke my heart um but Aquilin. Aquilin. Nah, 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 nah. that guy that guy hurt me in a different way but you know Dosena. hey bro Dosena chipped man united is arguably one of their greatest goalkeepers bro from outside the that's box. it bro don't that's ev- all he's got in his don't life, ever you know when they come on, on sky sports you know bro. they come on Sky Sports, they show their uh, thing, whatever the whatever they've achieved. That's him, bro. Chip my Vandesar man scored. My man 20, scored against Real Madrid <laughs> and Man United in the same week. As far as I'm concerned, he can retire after that, and you know, put his legs up, legs up, and just you know, be happy with life. Jared, who, who have you gone for third? I've gone for Ever as well. Legend, you know, oh. has won numerous amount of leagues, Champions League under his belt as well. You know, he's absolutely obviously if at the time I think Ashley Cole was around, but I think there was a period where probably a good two, three years where I think personally I think he was the top left back in the world. I think I think especially that he's in that Ashley Cole caliber. I don't I don't he, there was a period where he was I'd say he's better because there was a times where I think that season where we won the league and the Champions League in two thousand and eight, uh we came across the Barcelona team. I mean, you know, Messi was playing on that side, a very young Messi at that point. And, you know, he handled him to perfection, bro. He literally just took him down. Obviously, the combination that him and Ronaldo had on that left yeah, was was unbe- unbeatable that year. So, he got a fair amount of assists. Yeah, chipped in a few amount of goals. Yeah, and exactly. And, that, and, and obviously, that, that allowed Ronaldo to obviously chip into, I think, when he scored 42 goals that season. Do you know, you know, do you know so, what I think that he had over um, Ashley Cole was his actual delivery into the box? Was so underrated. Pace just arriving onto it, just whipping it in, and he made like the life life for like the likes of Berbatov, uh, who who's obviously a target man in the mid uh, in the middle. Rooney, it, it it made their lives a little bit easier with providing the service from out wide. Plus, he, he ever was saying a story about um, Sir Alex Ferguson, and I think he was in that semi final against Messi. He goes, "If you, the only way." You basically are going to win this game, or you're going to lose it. Mm. And that's what he said to him. I think this was in the, the game at the new Camp. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, man, top top left back. You know, who's number two? Yeah, so for me, number two is a midfield general, uh, Patrick Vieira. For me, that guy was just unbelievable. He. Shades, One of the of, best. Sh- shades of Yaya Toure, you know, the older version of Yaya Toure, really. Battler in midfield, can pass the ball, can win the ball, strong, and chipped in with some really important goals. I know that I remember the one that I remember the most was that one where he kind of ran right through the middle and then dinked it over the keeper. Oh, that was probably the one that sticks out to me the most, but proper leader, man. I think if you had him in midfield, I know Arsenal had him with Gilberto in, in in their invincible season, I think it was. Just colossus. He could do everything, innit? 
the midfield battle, if you had him hit in, in, in the midfield today, that prime Vieira, I, I don't I don't think there's, there's, there would be a midfielder like him at the moment. Yeah, that's the thing. If you think about all the midfielders that have played since he's left here, all the players that are playing now, they still get compared to him. And that's just saying how much, how, how good he actually was. Yeah. So testament to you know him. what he was amazing. He was amazing defensively. He was amazing on the like um, just passion, everything. But I think a lot of things like when you think about Vieira, everyone forgets how good he actually was on the ball. Definitely, well, yeah, man, hundred percent. I've gone, I've gone Vieira as well, number two. I can't say any more or any less. He was, he was just when he came as a young. I think he scored against United. He scored a mad goal against United at home when he was like 18 or something. And then uh, just from then on, he went, then obviously became captain as well from Tony Adams, which obviously not is not easy at all. And then he just went on and on. Uh, league titles, league titles. Uh, amazing player. Jane, who's your, who's your number two? Yeah, I'm absolutely outstanding. I mean, I'm just gobsmacked. You haven't put Eric Cantona on it. You know, it's just the disrespect. We had gone and not won a league. This guy came in. As soon as he's come in, he's won back-to-back Premier Leagues with us. One year, we didn't win it in between. 94, 95, I believe. And we went back-to-back again. Um, he was... People compare Bruno Fernandes to Cantona, and he's... This is the guy that people compare to. You know, he was absolutely phenomenal for United. Everything till he was that guy that transitioned that so-called 92 group of players. He was that individual that led them to some sort of success. You know, we we were always touch and go with that guy, but he was that one player that we brought in, and that was it. He was just absolutely he was he changed the club for that period. You know, from there, 100%. we went strength to strength. Definitely. He came Ballon d'Or, um, I think the 93 one, I think he came third place. I think Baggio won it. Um, obviously, he's got a Netflix um, show coming out. I can't really, wait to watch uh, that. That's going to be amazing, bro. He was like, probably one of the greatest Italian players I ever played, you know, and then he won it that year. And I think they had just won the World Cup, uh, Italy. Um Second place came up in Burkamp, but you know the accolades and everything speak for himself. He revolutionised that club at that time. You know, I think the group of players, the transition that he took them in, and you know the arrogance that he do it within. You know, it was just it was phenomenal, man. And I'm actually quite gobsmacked that you've not put him in. I mean, I guess cause fair enough. You've not seen really him play, but him. but even if I if I talk about it. I've, I wasn't even born. Until... Yeah, but that's, that's, it's a bit unfair to, you know, obviously we know he's a brilliant player, but I, I, w- I wouldn't put someone in there if I haven't personally seen the guy play properly. Yeah, but it, it doesn't matter. I think regardless, it's, it's I one think of the ones have... where Evra, if I see Evra, I'll be like, this guy was probably consistently, well, I'm not saying Canton was even that great consistently, but Evra was probably one of the Probably one of the best left backs in the world at one point. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and and that's probably and, why he's just nicked it in. Can't, obviously, Cantona was amazing. To be fair, he, just, he should be he should be top three. Let's he, be it's just the impact he's had. There's actually probably no player single handedly that, that 
that has had that kind of impact within a club, you know, ever. Probably that's why people talk about Bruno Fernandes with that same effect. Because what we're seeing today with Bruno Fernandes, how he conducts himself in the team, how he's taking United from tottering at seventh to literally um, second or third now in the league, you know, and that consistency just continues to keep going and, you know, just bringing the it's players the numbers, together. The numbers, yeah. You know, that was Cantona. You know, he, he had, I think, like top assists through those couple of seasons as well during that period. Uh, it's just the impact he's had within the club. It's just crazy. And like I said, he from that moment onward, you know, he changed that club into a winning league title team. You know, we went and won so many common football and he was revolutionary for that period. And and that, he was single-handedly made that change within the club. And that's why, even if you talk, personally, I've not seen him play, but I can't then say the likes of Maradona and Pele because I've not seen them play, that I don't I don't regard them or, you know, any highly same with uh, Baggio, you know, Roberto Baggio. You know, there's a lot of players that I can say that I've not seen them play, but I don't think that premise counts. Yeah, but I think the um, preference should definitely be given to the players that you have seen. No, I don't think so because yeah, that, in my opinion, for this for this kind because of then, because then, then what's going to happen? Like, There's going to be a new Vieira, generation. If you look at Vieira, for example, yeah, no, yeah, I completely get the point where new generation coming in, they're going to think I don't know someone like Mbappe is the best player ever, really. But yeah, but at the same time, like if you look at the likes of Vieira, if you look at the likes of Evra, and you know. Maybe Angola Conte doesn't really fit into this criteria itself, but also longevity. Um, Cantona retired at what in his early thirties, right? And only came to United quite late. Not 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 saying that his impact wasn't crazy for the time he was at United, but there were other factors for me personally as well that kind of put Vieira and definitely the guy that's top um in, in my list but yeah no Cantona definitely would have been in my list had I kind of watched him a little bit more but the, his quality everybody talks about him kind of thing but yeah him not having Pele or Maradona in his uh, Pele is a fraud let me put that let me put that on record fraud. <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll back that in it Pele yeah Pele yeah but Maradona Mar- Maradona yeah he's, Maradona he's, is yeah. bruv that guy Fair enough, isn't it? That, that, yeah, that debunks what I said, isn't it? Like, because I haven't watched the guy, but the videos uh, I've seen, that guy is not human, man. Yeah, he's crazy, bro. And even like, I think Gary Lineker said it one time where when he was at Barcelona and Maradona was at Barcelona at the same time, um, they used to do this kick up and he used to kick it 60, 70 feet into the air. And when the ball drops, he'd kick it again 60, 70 feet in the air and he'd constantly keep doing it. And he's like, I swear to God, the craziest thing was the ball would land in the same spot. He's like, I tried it, kicked it in the air and the ball went fucking three, four yards over there somewhere and I had to go chase after it, kick it again and the ball's gone. And he's like, he just done it like six, seven times and he just, after that, he just controlled the ball and just, you know, just just done some crazy thing. I and I remember there was that first video. Live special for that. We can do that little challenge. The first ever video to hit 1 million views was Ronaldinho doing a similar kind of thing, kicking the ball in the air, controlling it, and he nutmegs the guy. That was in the, that was a Nike advert, isn't it? Nike Tiempo one, isn't it? The new boots. Yeah, 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 but he'd done it in training, though. It was like a training little thing. Yeah, it was a training thing. Yeah, he kicked it in the air, controlled it, and then straight away megged someone. This guy's just standing there. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Unbelievable. I think Number one, boys. It's the, it's the, the great one. The king. 
I'm gonna let Jane say his name though. Because he lied, but I think he. <laughs> motherfucker. If he was English, that would be his name though. Terry Henry, bro. Henri. I'm guessing, Dim, you've got him as well. Yeah, man, that guy embarrassed. Embarrassed. United, Liverpool, Chelsea. He's probably like the greatest like player to have like played in the Premier League. He's up there. Oh, 100%. 100%. He was just a mercurial player, really. That pace. It's just one of the ones where, like, obviously his like individual on is uh, sorry collective on is like with Arsenal. Uh, obviously moved on to Barcelona as well. But to this day, I still don't know how he didn't win a Ballon d'Or. Like, I'm seeing those numbers. I think we sent it in the group chat hmm. about I think it was like. 2000 to 2010. Like 40, yeah. plus, 40 plus goal involved. Bro, three out of four years, he was number one. And he was putting numbers that like Messi, Ronaldo... The, the, problem, the problem with that is it's always been with the Ballon d'Or. It's a popularity contest. Unless 100%. you've got some sort of accolade to your name in terms of not the league, but you've got to have a European competition to your name. Obviously, the hot thing at the time was Champions League. But the problem is, like, the one thing that... The thing that pisses me off, right, is Nedved winning. This guy did nothing. That year, he did nothing. I think, that, well, they got to the Champions League final, I think. That's it. And they lost. That was the most boringest final yeah, in the world. To be honest, well. I, think, I think the Ballon d'Or is just... Don't really it's one of the ones where... The thing is, because I think people are talking about it more now because it means, like, it actually goes to the best player, doesn't it? Bro, how did Van Dijk not win it? Kind of thing. In that, in that one season where... The guy should have won, won it. it. Messi won it, I think it was. But he won the Europe's best player. He won the UEFA award, just didn't win the Ballon d'Or. And I think that's yeah. a little bit more of a popularity contest, like you said. They wanted that to keep on. Was that which was that last year? No, the Champions League year. When they won the Champions League. Yeah. Might have been was last it year actually. It might have been after last after the Champions League. Final. No, sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. 2020, right? Yeah. 2019. Sorry, 2019. The year 2019. Because Lewandowski yeah. just won it. Now. Yeah, Lewandowski got... He got he got frauded. Because they cancelled it. They should still have given it to him. Yeah, That's but, yeah, why but he, yeah really I think everyone knows that he kind of won it, though, innit? Yeah, yeah, but still, he's not officially he's won not it. Officially I'll, won I'll it, yeah. know, you'll know. Ten years' time, <laughs> ain't no one going to know who Lewandowski is. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's his peak, bro. Yeah, like, He, he yeah, won it all. Right. He was phenomenal that season, man. And they won the Club World Cup now as well. Yeah. Um, to be honest, well, there's nothing more to say about Andre, in it. The guy was just nuts, man. Jane, I want you to say something. Why are you being quiet? Well, what? What? What you, is there to say? You said about all your Andre, words about Cancelo, in it. What can you see? That's what I mean. There's nothing more to say about Andre, in it. It's just Andre, bro. Yeah, true. He's just a quality act, man. He just tore apart. You know, he's a different gravy, bro. He's like. He is the ideal. If you're going to genetically modify or make a, a human being as a striker, bro, it's going to be like him or, you know, that is the type of guy you want. So athletic, he can do it all. You know, was he, was what was his position, bro? Was he an advanced forward? Was he a complete striker? Or was he a false nine? Bro, he used to be like three and one, bro. He playing <laughs> forward. Back in you know, the day, that was different as well. He was, he was the whole shebang, you know, and back then, United and Arsenal just used to play 4-4-2, bro. 
You're right. Yeah, true. It was all you know what I mean? basic. They, so the, the formation was basic, but the players were like phenomenal, bro. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, oh, yeah. Those teams today, if they played today, you know, they would have all these kind of formations and tactics that go around nowadays. You know, four two three one, the four three three, whatever it happens, bro, they'll have it fucked because the players were that good within the system. You know that no matter what formation would come, you know, and they were just and that that was. That's what made that era so good. And I think that's what made Thierry Henry so good at the same time because it was Arsenal and United going toe-to-toe. And Thierry Henry was the deciding factor in many of the games. He was the guy, you know, and, and that just shows how good he was. And these two teams were arguably one of the best teams in Europe at the time, you know. not And they were going toe-to-toe year on year in the league. And there was one guy who just defined the game. With a moment of brilliance, and that That's was it. It was just That's that good, bro. Yeah, and there was nothing. And honestly, you could you could do nothing. You know, as a defender, as a goalkeeper, as a coach, as a manager, trying to mark him, bro. There's honestly nothing. To be honest, it was one of the ones where, like, he's the reason why I like football. Like, I love football, and I'm guessing like he had that impact on other people as well. And it's one of the ones where, if you watched him as a as a neutral or as opposition, and he'd done something brilliantly, you just got to put your hands up. And you don't really do that. You don't really do that to many players. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it was it was one of the ones where you don't you you hate him, but you you love him. You only hate him when he's playing against you, right? Um oh man, I can go on and on what a about him. What a player. All right, boys. From France, move on. Move on to Spain. So, I'll say my three that I've got. Uh, number three, I got Torres. Number two, I got David Silva, and number one, I got Cesc Fabregas. That's a shout. Didn't tough. Even, it was tough. Did, man. Didn't Spain, even Spain. think of David Silva, man. Really? Yeah, man, he just completely slipped my mind. He, he is. I know he's James number one. Jane loves him. Yeah, I've, mine's exactly the same. I was a bit. I wasn't sure if you guys would say Torres. I don't. Know, I wasn't too sure. So I've gone with. Um, Tor- Rewind. Rewind. Fa- Rewind. I've gone Torres number three. I've gone Fabregas number two. And then I've gone David Silva, number one, just because of what David Silva's achieved at Man City. You know, he was a revolutionary player at the time. Mm. Um, I think he, come that time, I think he did kind of revolutionise the league in a sense of the type of players that we were picking up. I think prior to that, we, yeah, we only had Cesc Fabregas, you know, that type of player. And Especially think, in the midfield. Small yeah, Fabregas had moved to Barcelona, I think, at that point. Um, yeah. He moved to Barcelona. He obviously moved across, and you know the league needed a player like David Silva, you know, to kind of for everyone to appreciate, you know, like the technicality. And I think mm. Spain were on the forefront, you know, in that in that period. What he's won, accolades, assists, you know, it's a phenomenal player. Man, I think uh, I've just got nightmares of the guy. Man, he's tearing United apart, Old Trafford, or wherever it's at the Etihad. Man, he was he was that guy. But Torres again, scintillating striker, bro. I think. Um, periods where you know I've seen him you could probably say if you're just looking at um, individual moments or even that one season with him and Gerard, you know he's 
he was unplayable. You know, probably that Torres was was probably one of the best strikers uh, that I've probably seen. You know, the physique, the pace, um, the ridiculous goals he would score. You know, he was disgusting. Uh, and obviously, says Fabregas speaks for himself. Um, joined the Arsenal at a very young age. He was a part of the Invincibles, wasn't he? That squad. Yeah, that was his kind of. Yeah, so you season. kind of, and obviously that I think that helped him, you know, become a player. But what he did end up turning out to you know, being around. I don't think I don't that think he'd be of, that player, you know. I don't think hundred yeah, percent being around that caliber, you know, a big time. Um, obviously, leader, captain, you know. I still remember the bar. Um, he had like an injured leg, scored a penalty. Broke his leg, I think it was. 2-1, you know, missed the second leg because of the injury. Still carried on playing. Arsenal had no subs. Uh, you know, that that was that game just epitomised his character. Yeah, so I've gone with number three. Um, bit of a bit of a different one to you guys, but I think for a period of his time, he was the best in the world. So I've gone with David De Gea, number three. Um I, I, I don't think that in his period where he was the best in the world, that there was nobody that could touch him, not even Neuer, if I'm honest. Um, and that's saying something. But unfortunately, he's fallen off right now. But I, I think, you know, he's had his period. Um, and now it's time for like Dean Henderson to kind of shine. Uh, number two, I've gone for, simply because he didn't win a trophy. Um, I've gone for Fernando Torres. Um, I think if he won a trophy with um, Liverpool in the Premier League, he would have been my top top player. I mean, he won the World Cup, won the Euros. Um, but missing out on that trophy at Liverpool, I think that just made him kind of miss out on first spot. But what a player. One of my favourite players to have ever played for Liverpool. Uh, so, yeah, can't, can't speak highly enough for him. And my top player, uh, Seth Fabregas. Now, Jay and you pretty much covered it all. Um, so yeah, what a, what a guy, what a player. David Hayes, I, I, I don't know, I, did, I just thought maybe it's because maybe it's just because he's a keeper. I, I agree with you, he was definitely for a season or two one of like the best in the world without that was not even close. And the good thing is about him was the fact that when he came in, everyone was like, that. he was so skinny and he was like, he's shorter than usual keepers. He beefed up, isn't it? Beefed yeah, 100% beefed up. Got um, the contact lenses in as well. So Alex Ferguson gave him um, that confidence to actually play. He actually couldn't see. Sorry, it wasn't contact lenses. He actually got laser eye surgery. So in his first season, apparently he couldn't see properly. Um, and then in the summer, in between seasons, he got laser eye surgery. And what the hell are you doing him. then? What is he doing? Mad. Did he win the league? Who? Did he win the league that season? No idea, but... That's yeah. mad. It was the season that City won the league when it went down to the wire, I think it was. that se- Following that season, he went and had laser eye surgery, if I'm not wrong. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. he had this issue since he was a kid. Mm. So since... And obviously, back in these... Especially for Atletico, you know, they're not one of the most wealthiest team. Well, they are, you know, now, but back then they weren't that team. Uh, but yeah, no, it was actually when um, he came into United, so they actually done that surgery. That's when they kind of, you know, done the full diagnostics medically and find out, you know, X, Y, Z. But yeah, no, 100% agree he, for 
a period of time, yeah, he was the best. You know, I don't think reflex-wise, the type of saves that he used to do, I don't think we'd, we'd seen a keeper like that in a hot while. Um, you know, it was just phenomenal. And, and obviously, yeah, he only won the one league. But after that, I think obviously United were on a massive downfall. Um, you know, Totten around sixth, some seventh, I think a couple of months or twice got fourth. Uh, but without him, you know, we could have been 15th, 16th, maybe somewhere around there. He was a 15-point man individually. Normally, you don't associate a goalkeeper like that. You associate either a centre-back or a striker. You know, they're, they're the match winners. But for us, it was him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have the defence in front of him that he had with Vidic yeah, and Fernand yeah, 100%, as well. 100%. Honourable shout um, as well to Xabi Alonso, who just missed out on my list. Yeah, Xabi Alonso quality. I think Xabi Alonso, I think he grew in appreciation once he moved to Real Madrid. Yeah, I think he that was when the players... Fine wine players kind of thing. We didn't yeah, 100%. 100%. Was in England. He, he was definitely... I still remember when um, Rafa Benitez... Um, Wanted to get rid of Xavi Alonso oh, for, for Gareth, Gareth Barry. Barry. Kill me now, man. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense because uh, Benitez that was our, bought that was Xavi Alonso from Sociedad. You know, that he was doing Medin. Telling you, that was our And downfall. then they couldn't get Gareth Barry. Um, Don't mention his name. Do not mention his name. Basically said, okay, it's all right, Xavi Alonso. You're going to be second fiddle. You have, I've got no choice, basically. You just made him feel like that. And then I think that season... Don't. Say his name. Bacharano left. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. The other guy. I'm Who so was it? Spearing. Nah, nah, nah. I'm so glad you didn't say the guy that we brought in. The China Plate. Akulani. Don't say his name. Was it him? <laughs> and then that's when you had the legendary duo of Akulani and Jay Spearing. Mate. Jay Spearing, man. Bro, Jay Spearing. Bro, that was a guy. Jay Spearing, that, honestly, man. I still believe till this day you picked him off of the street a game before, or like a couple of hours before the game. Let's move on to let's go Italy. Who's Jane? Who's your who's in your Italian trio? I thought there were more names to be honest. You this know? is a tough one, man. Um, really, bro. There's not yeah, because many Italians about, to play in the Premier League. That yeah, that's done it. Well, there's not, exactly. There's not that many Italians that have actually blessed the league. Yeah. I think Akulani, that time when it, Italy Akulani definitely one. didn't. <laughs> I think <laughs> Italy were. Italy have always, from up until quite recently, I think prior, they've always been known to bring out defensive players. So, uh, you know, those type of players, they unfortunately, when they were hot and good, Italy, you know, they, they weren't coming to the Premier League. You know, the they Premier were going League to Spain attackers, or staying or staying at, you know, wherever the big boys, the Milan, Juventus and Inter Milan. And, you know, fair respect to them as well, because those were the hot teams at the time. So, at number three... Um, I've gone with David Ginola. Um Number two, what? I've got Pablo De Canio. David Ginola's French. Ginola's French, bro. Oh, is he sh- French? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he's fucking Italian, bro. <laughs> nah, he's French, bro. Know, I just jump straight to your second because your third one's void. <laughs> Who's your third? You only, get, you only get two picks for that mistake. That's shitters, bro. <laughs> I had I had another name. Um, Graziano Pella. Bro, he's my number uh, three pick, bro. Is he? It wasn't even him. <laughs> I didn't even pick him. I bet he's going to go for someone like Gianluca Vialli or something like that. Did he? Carlo Cudicini, one of them ones. Uh, he he was actually... Um, he's in the running. 
Yeah, he, he was he was one that I was thinking of putting number three, and obviously I went with this guy. Uh, forget it, forget it. Um, yeah, just go to a second. Go to a second. Yeah, who's your second, James? He's probably gonna say a Frenchman or something again. <laughs> yeah, fre- second, I've gone with uh, the Canio. What a man! Yeah. What a man! Baller. Yeah, baller. You know, absolute baller. And then um, number number one, the OG. You know, um, I've had to go with uh, Zola. That guy gave me yeah, hundred percent. Zola, he was absolutely quality. There's that you video know, of him amazing twisting up, up Carragher. Yeah, amazing player, man. I think there wasn't a team that he didn't tear apart. You know, he was I don't think he got enough credit though because he was at Chelsea at the time, so they yeah. weren't really as successful as obviously right now. So he probably didn't get the plaudits that he deserved. Magician, man. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I've gone. I've also gone with Zola and Decanio one and two. <laughs> My third is, uh, I think, just more because. This guy was just bare random. Uh, Balotelli. Bro, nah, nah. Balotelli, man. What he, he he's the reason why we got the Aguero goal. So that's pipped it for me. And to be honest, I can't, maybe you guys got better names than me, but like I can't remember. Like, these The other names, they don't really have a spark, man. I remember Balotelli for that assist, for that why always me. For throwing fighting, darts for at youth team players, bro, uh, the, fi- the fireworks, the fireworks in the bathroom. Yeah, bathroom, starting sorry. a war, starting a war with flipping Rio in the semis. This guy just didn't care. Nah, man, nah, he has to make my top three, man. Balotelli was what a guy. Yeah, I've gone with um, Zola number one, Decanio number two, and Graziano Pella number three. Mate, Pella scored some goals, scored more than Balotelli, that's for sure. Uh, Balotelli came to Liverpool and did absolute nish. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not putting him anywhere near mine. So, uh, Pella, yeah, he scored, what, 50, 50, more than 15 goals in the Premier League that one season, didn't he? Graziano? Yeah, man. Yeah, scored, yeah, yeah, 100%. Scored some, scored some... He was in one, one season he was doing bits. Uh, yeah, I think he scored like 20 goals or something stupid like that. Or near there, anyway. So, yeah, that's my number. That's my three. Jane, have you thought of your third yet? Yeah, I'll probably back your case, you know, and go with Balotelli as well. I've got obviously there's um Vieri and obviously Di Matteo. Di Matteo. Um but yeah, I think I agree. I, again, I don't think those two really achieved much, you know, Di Matteo and uh Jean Luc. It's just Viardi. that era, isn't it? Just of, of Chelsea's Yeah, I think Vieira he was more of a target man striker. Yeah, FA Cup, he was a strike target man type of striker as well. He was yeah. um, I think he, he came yeah, he was. Yeah, he came quite. Yeah, exactly. Came quite late uh, into his career into the league as well. You know, so I think if he probably came a bit earlier time, probably, probably would have had a massive, a bigger impact. Yeah, that's a definitely that's a that's definitely a fair point. Let's go to Belgium. Ooh. Now this is probably going to be a bit more recent, which is going to be good for us anyway, in terms of the players that we're going to be talking about. But, Jim, who's in your Who's in your top three? So number three, um, although he didn't do very well in his last spell in England um, with United, I, I'm going to go for Romelu Lukaku. Um, he scored loads and loads of goals. I can no think. way. 
bro. I know, I'm on, surprised. Man. Lukaku. He's Lukaku, my bro. So many goals at Everton, man. Mad like Lukaku. I right, thought there were th- there's definitely three better than him. I thought you might. Yeah, hundred percent. I know who the three. I just got. don't know what the order is. That's the problem. This ah, is a no way. No, 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 no. I'm cutting. I'm cutting. Well, it's Lukaku. done. It's done. Nah, 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 nah. Just, just done. Nah, 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 nah. It's done. Sorry to my boy Vincent Company. You backed him as always. No, 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 no. But the guy, no. To be fair to him, I've never heard this name. Did he? To be fair to him, he did score quite a lot of goals as well. Um, Lukaku? Yeah, man. He scored like 100 goals or something. Yeah, yeah, he did. West Brom, I think Chelsea had a slight, uh, small period there. And obviously United, he scored scored a fair amount of goals for United. Yeah, he did. I think people need to put some respect on his name, man. But he's gone to Italy, done his thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, the way he's just it... not—he's just not a Premier League striker in terms of, you know, technically, the touch and all that. You know, he, he wouldn't get the time and space to that's, make those that's errors. He can work on though. That's the thing. He can't though. He can't. You know, he's nah, proven he can't. At United, his touch was mad. He's like he's twenty-seven now or something. When's he gonna improve? Man, the I, thing I, is, I, he, listen, works in a, he works in a two-man striking partnership. Bro, he's got fuck it. Everyone used to say, bro, he's got steel cap shoes, bro. He's wearing Timberlands now, man. Trust me, bro. Bro, my man. when he goals. used to touch, but when he used to touch the ball, yeah, it used to be a fucking pass, bro. <laughs> oh man. But I remember sometimes his shots, yeah, bro. He'd lick it, yeah, and it would go like. Right at the back. You know, now you played in school. You just try to hit it. This is stand, this is a seventy thousand fucking seat at Old Trafford, bro. Bro, how has he done that, bro? James in the stands like yo over here, over here. Bro, the camera's even like baffled, bro. It's, it's lost it, bro. It's done a Ramos, you know. It's still in the air, bro. Bro, but yeah, sorry, Vincent Company. I would have put you in uh, if I thought of you, but didn't. So I'm gonna stick with Lukaku. Number two, gonna go for. The magician. I'm gonna go Eden Hazard. Just absolute dynamite. He just rips guys. Um, can score goals on his own. Can create goals. Scores the odd banger here and there. Now he's got his big money move to Real Madrid, where he's kind of disappointed a little bit, but I still remember him for his time at Chelsea. Um, and number one, I don't think there's any midfielder out there better than him right now. Um, gonna go KDB Kevin De Bruyne, and I think Kevin De Bruyne himself it speak he speaks for himself really. Um, delivery into the box, passing it's kind of he's got his pretty much his own position really on that kind of right hand side of the centre midfield. Um, getting the balls in, can shoot, comes comes and scores important goals, uh, set pieces as well. He's just got everything really for a midfielder. And I think by the time he finishes in the Premier League, we're going to consider him as one of the best. Hundred percent. He's the best. He's a he's a manager's dream, isn't it? Can't really say anything. My three. And Lukaku is not there. My three. Um, I've got a company third. Uh, Hazard second. De Bruyne first as well. I wanted to put company higher, but I think it's more just more of a that kind of strikers, attacking players, they just tend to get more of the limelight, don't they? So you remember more of the things they've done. But if it's more based on kind of like revolutionizing a club, you've got to say company's number one in there. 
Colossus. The way he's taken Colossus, exactly. He scored important goals. That's what I was thinking. I'm, I was thinking of putting him ahead of Hazard, but I think I just remember more Hazard moments as well. Though. Mine's is same players as yours, Milan, but um, I've got company third. I've put KDB second. This is tough, and I put Hazard first. The reason why sense. I put Hazard, reason why I put Hazard first, is because uh, there were periods where I think you know he single-handedly had won Chelsea leagues, you know um, the Euro, the Europa League, massive impact on that. Um, he was phenomenal, bro. Just seeing him play, I still remember when they signed him. You know, there was about six teams, and he was going to make his decision, and he made this all kind of drama. You know, who are the six teams going to... EastEnders, man. This guy was... All these big boy players. They do, like, some, you know, uh, drum, you know, fucking little... Some LeBron-style sh- Yeah, shit, legit, bro. It has to be some sort plan. of, you know, build-up towards it and stuff like that. And, you know, I really wanted him at United. Didn't get him. And, you know, since he joined Chelsea, he just tore the league apart, bro. It was just close control, how we used to do it. You know, amazing, but KDB. That's no disrespect to KDB in that aspect, but I just think um, it's just the impact that Hazard had. Especially there were moments where he'd single-handedly probably um, win Chelsea games. And he had incredible amount. I think a few seasons, great amount of goals and assists. Um, that season when he had obviously a great partnership with Costa. You know, that was just something else, bro. Let's move on. To Germany. Let's go see what the Germans are saying. When I looked at the list, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I thought I was expecting more names. This was I don't tough. know why. But so the, the thing is, the quality, uh, this is probably not, not no disrespect, but this is probably similar to Italy. The quality is not as high as I thought it would be. All of these okay. German players that have come into the Premier League have come near to the end of their career. Yeah. They're still ballers. It's just kind of yeah. like, obviously, the quality they showed in the Premier League is probably not as high as um, what we probably thought they would bring. Yeah. I've not even decided on a three, to be honest. I'll, I'll, I'll start then. Um, Go for it. So, my third pick, um, bit of a controversial one. Um, I'm going to go Meza Ozil. The guy came in. was an absolute revelation. Um, shame that he's had to kind of leave, but for that one season when he was working with Alexis Sanchez, mate, service was there. In between the lines, kind of splitting defences with one pass. He just had it all. And I think Arsenal really missed out on getting the best out of him. And I don't know whether it was a problem from his side or whether it was a problem from Arsenal's side. But I just don't think that he really reached his potential at Arsenal. We saw how good he was at Real Madrid uh, and how he was linking up with Cristiano Ronaldo and getting just ridiculous amounts of assists. But for me, Ozil, I, I would have, he would have walked into most teams in the Premier League. Um, to be honest, given the situation we're in with midfielders, I think I would have taken him uh, this season. But yeah, Ozil was my third pick. Um, my second pick is another goalkeeper. It's uh, Jens Lehmann. What a goalkeeper. And I think, especially after David Seaman left Arsenal, Arsenal needed a really solid goalkeeper to come in and fill that void. And Lehman came in and did did a really good job. Uh, played in the Champions League final as well for them. Unlucky. Sent off. 
yeah, he got sent off in it. Unlucky, Arsenal were unlucky not to win it. Um, but a really good goalkeeper, uh, in my opinion. Uh, solid, solid goalkeeper. And I don't think he was really appreciated as much um, by... Oh, the Invincibles as well. Yeah. I, I don't think he was really appreciated as much as the other he, goalkeepers nowadays. The, the problem was, is the latter end of his career, the he made a lot of mistakes. Man. Yeah, yeah, he made a lot. <laughs> bro, he came back when he was like 38 or something. Yeah, bro, he's he like, you're just retired, man. <laughs> he popped but, a dodge. And I think that tarnished his career. Or not his yeah. career, but his legacy at Arsenal yeah. a little bit. I'll tell you a little bit. But I think in, in the period where he was good, he was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah 100%. He was, he was a class. He was that, amazing. That's why he made my list. Yeah. And number one, now I don't know whether you guys may agree, but... He came kind of in the latter end of his career. Uh, I'm going to go with Michael Ballack. Number one. Number one, mate. I just, I love Michael Ballack. Maybe it's a bias uh, that I have towards him, but him in the midfield with Lampard, Essien and Ballack. I, I didn't see a better midfield than that. That was, so, that that was they had legs in that midfield, man. Yeah, it's it set pieces, bro. powerhouse, can shoot from outside, can pass. Everything he had, everything. That's that's the exact same three and the exact same order as mine. Yeah, but Balak again. I just remember he joined on a free. United were linked to him. We were supposed to get him. Didn't end up getting. And I think we ended up getting Hargreaves uh, the season after. Um, but absolute monster engine. I remember. I think the Euros two thousand and eight single-handedly took Germany to the final. Single-handedly. What a player. Yeah. You know, that Germany team was absolute shit, bruv. Shit of shit. It was just him and closer. That was it. <laughs> and, and fucking Don't a shit. Come on. And, and a shit Podolski. Living off his 18-year-old hype that never fulfilled. Okay, uh, was Mertesacker even on that shit, bro? I don't think he was even bro, about he's he, been did. There. He's he did. He did play for the time. He played them. They had some next players back then, bro. <laughs> They're probably going to wipe that team out of the history books, you know, just because it's like disgrace. Can't forget Lom. How can you not put Lom? Yeah, yeah, I don't think he played that one. I don't think. I think he was injured. He was, you know, he was left back probably because he used to play. And then back. obviously they had Schweinsteiger, but I think Schweinsteiger was injured as well. Youngsters. Um, he was a winger back then as well. Nah. He was a right wing. He, well, he played right mid for Bayern. Yeah, he used to play, they used to play that system, innit? That, where, yeah, he basically like plays RCM, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh... I've gone with Lehman 3. Palak's not even made mine. I've gone Lehman 3, Sane 2, Ozil 1. Sane didn't really do much though, to be fair. Like he's Sane. Yeah, man. I think Sane, like Sane was amazing. Sane. Nah, man. Like, I think like if you look at Sane... Timo, weren't they, bro? Fuck him. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, he was good. Like he was one like, of the so, best. Like, I think but... I think I loved Sane. I don't understand. I yeah, I loved him as a player, 100 percent quality player, but I think injuries, I think he, I think he only had like one season where he got a complete one good season. season. Yeah. Yeah, other than that, he was just injured. Even till today, he's just injured. No, but yeah, today is yeah, bad. But I, I don't know. I think maybe it is because it's, it's um, kind of closer to right now, isn't it? More present. Yeah. It's probably why. I Fair enough. Um, 
I don't know, Ozil, because I think he had more outstanding seasons than everyone else. That's probably why he's made it to my number one. I still yeah. remember that one. You got 19 assists. Yeah, and then for like um, four months, he didn't get a single assist. Yeah, because of Giroud. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Everyone you know, blames Giroud, bro. <laughs> why you give him the ball and the guy would miss? <laughs> Start it off. <laughs> that was peak, bro. Uh, how what do you do? I, th- I think we've got to mention players like the Klinsman. Yeah, uh, I was thinking about him as well. Gundogan as well. Yeah, but I think Gundogan probably is, is is a bit low on the list. I'll be honest. Mm. Yeah, I, I think remember. yeah, I think only recently or this season he's you know set alight. But prior yeah. to that, he's just been a a nomad player, bro. He's not really done anything. Who moving to? We've got the uh, last Holland. one. Holland. Holland. Sorry, oh, sorry, Penultima. Not the last one. Holland. Ballers uh, in this list, you know. Yeah. Like, Jane, who's I... your... Yeah, go on. Go for it. Go on, I'll, I'll do mine. Um, I've put Virgil van Dijk as number three. You're attacked, bruv. Like, <laughs> I just don't think... No, no, I, I, there's a reason why. But let me go through the list. Put in number three. I've got Van Nistelrooy number two. And then I've put Bergkamp number one. The, those are those are my list. Van story at that time, uh, probably even till today, probably one of the most lethal and probably best strikers that United has ever had in terms of numbers. You know, absolutely phenomenal at that time, and it was just amazing to watch. Obviously, him and Henri going toe to toe with each other year on year in terms of goals. Um, obviously, he had it all. You know, he was a complete striker. You know, he could play deep. He used to run with the ball. He used to do the whole shebang, bro. You know, he was a match winner at the same time. And again, he was pivotal for that period where United won X amount of leagues. You know, again, he was pivotal when when Rooney came into that team. You know, he kind of played a deeper role. He transitioned his style of play. And then obviously Rooney played more advanced. Um, But but still, even the amount of years that he was there, he adapted very well. Bergkamp obviously speaks for himself. Absolutely phenomenal, amazing player. I think he kind of revolutionised that number 10 role just generally, um, not even in the league, just um, worldwide. You know, I think um, when you see him, especially that period where he's playing off Henri and, you know, the, the hold up play, the ball, it's like he was playing through, just obviously that Newcastle goal that speaks volumes of itself. The reason why I put Van, Van Dijk number three is because um, relatively, obviously, he was at Southampton, um, Till today, still the best defender in the world. I don't think there's any debate on that question. But um, obviously, the injuries hindered him big time. Um, but I think for now, I'd go with that current order. Yeah, for me, um, I've gone for Robin Van Persie, number three. Um, technique. That guy had tech, man. Like, you can't even deny it. Set pieces. Beautiful. Bro, that guy, he's, saw, he's got sauce, man. Um, and a winner uh, and at times he kept Arsenal afloat to be honest and then when he went to United he got that deserved Premier League title um, winning I think it was number 20 was it? He won you yeah, number 20, 20. really um, so yeah what a, what a player um, number two I've gone for Dennis Bergkamp uh, similar reasons to what Jayan said just a magician on the ball Silky, and especially with Ian Wright as well. I think people look at um, 
you know, the on read partnership, but Burkamp and Ian Wright together were formidable. So yeah, definitely um, I'm going to put Dennis Burkamp second. And then number one, going for the best defender, in my opinion, the Premier League has ever seen, Virgil van Dijk. That's surprising of a bear camp, I'll be honest. But I hear it. I hear it. I'm not gonna I've not even decided, man. These names are not like I'll be honest, okay, but bear camp's number one for me. I don't think there's this Jane said it all like he changed Arsenal football club. He changed English football, he changed the way people watch the game, everything. Yeah, I don't Actually, know how you've not put Burkamp number one. Man. Like Bias, man. It's that bias. bias. It's bias. Massive bias. Man. I'm not gonna lie. I'm. What you want to take I'm, this? What you want to take this to the WhatsApp group, bro? How about my boys? You better mute your phone. I'm not gonna. Bro. Lie. I don't think Van Dyke makes my team. Makes my. I team. was contemplating Van Dyke not being in there as well, like, but my my number three. I'm not gonna lie. It's probably Yap Stam. I was thinking of Yap Stam as well. Yeah, he was. He was on my list like, as well. He was amazing. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Baller. Also amazing, on my list bro. actually was Edwin Van der Sar. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah, again, of Van der Sar. I was thinking about him as well. Van der Sar as well, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to go Stam 3, Van der Sar 2, Bergkamp 1. Yeah, that's fair. fair Van der Sar, yeah. because I think what amazed him about, what uh, what amazed me about him was the fact that he was at, I think it was Fulham, wasn't it? With the likes yeah. of Paul Morton and that, and he's still putting in really good performances. Then he stepping up to Man United after, was it after Barthez? Barthez, I think it was. Yeah. Was, you know, Barthez. going to United was Unbelievable. No, it was after Tim Car- uh, uh, Tim Tim Howard. That Carroll and Howard kind of era, isn't it? Mm. Then obviously he did amazing, and then obviously he won the Champions League as well, saving that penalty. Yeah, and he had that record of clean sheets as well. Yeah, the minutes till, was it minutes or something? Till today, I think it still stands. Ah, uh, Peter, Peter Czech's got the most. Peter Czech, Peter Czech, oh, beat it. But yeah, for what, a long the... time. For, yeah, no, no, it's in the record of clean sheets. Yeah, Peter Czech has got it. I don't think no, it's no, matches. No. I think it's um, no, no. Minutes. I'm on about consecutive matches. Oh yeah, broke. no, I, I don't. No, not cons- no, no, no. Yeah, he he broke. He still holds that record of consecutive matches of clean what sheets. And, amazing, keeper. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. You, 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 the, the, the thing with him, I think Fergie even writes in his biography is that he's there's two players that he's made mistakes on. One was Van der Sar. He should have bought him earlier in his career. And the second one is obviously the player that Milan mentioned is Jap Stam, and he let him go uh, yeah. too early. He actually says that. We thought Japstam was finished after he had the injury and he was still phenomenal. He was absolutely a beast, a monster. And again, you know... Was he part of the 99? Yeah, he was. Um, was. And he he was phenomenal, you know, changed the whole kind of dynamics of that United defence. To be fair, we've still got to mention players like uh, Van Persie, as made your list, Uh, Robin. Van der Vaart. Van der Vaart. Kite. Kite. Um, now Holland's produced amazing plays. Last one, is he rude? Rude Hullet as well. Rude Hullet, he came yeah. a bit later, though. Yeah, I think yeah. I was a of player as well. The last one, it's the last Portugal. one. We can talk about James Boy now. This, this I think we'll have, similar, we'll, have sim- we'll have similar. <laughs> you know who's gonna be on there as James, well. James, uh, James gonna put Ronaldo three. Don't <laughs> Nah, I'm gonna find I, some youngster. Nah, that's it. That's that's. I've got I've, to dim. I've gone. I've gone for uh, number three, Bernardo Silva. Uh, number two, Ricardo Cavallo, and number one, uh, one of the goats, CR7. 
Yeah, that's that's fair. I've gone with number three. I've gone with Carvalho. Number two, I've gone with Bruno. And I put Ronaldo, obviously. Ronaldo's number one. Yeah, mine's exactly the same as yours, man. Uh, I've got Cavalio number three, Bruno number two, and then Ronaldo number one. Obviously, Bruno's only been here. I think that's literally the thing. just a year. That's the, only, been that's the for, only reason they missed out on mine. For yeah. 13, he's been here for 13 months. But I guarantee you those 13 months of stats, he's probably scored more and assisted more <laughs> than Bernardo Silva. Definitely. definitely. His whole career. Yeah, <laughs> that's City. what I think. To have that impact, you know, like you mentioned, Jane, about Cantona. Yeah. Like, what, seventh or wherever he was. Yeah, this is why people uh, crazy, you know, talk man. about him, and obviously, even even there are games where, like, as fans, you get frustrated over him. But you know, not he's not you know he's human in the day, and regardless of the matter, the fact you know there are other players that you know should be stepping up. And I, I think, think top key, two key right game. now in the world, top two right oh, now. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think I was I was talking to one of my friends about this as well. If he continues on the way he's going. The numbers that he's producing, obviously, um, and given that, let's say United win something and maybe Portugal then go on to win the Euros, I think uh, he would have to be somewhere in and around that Ballon d'Or spot. You know, in terms of the numbers that a midfielder is producing, again, for the Euros, you know, he is going to be pivotal, pivotal for that kind of um, that Portugal team for them to kind of obviously win something. Uh, that's going to be very interesting to see. But obviously, Ronaldo just speaks volumes of itself. Man. I don't really say anything about Ronaldo. You know, it's just, it is what it is. I still remember first time he came on against Bolton, uh, watching a match a day. Um, I still have that newspaper till today. But it, it's like uh, United have a new Ronaldo. And obviously, back then, the other Ronaldo was a Brazilian one. And obviously, Cristiano came out with his blonde little strings coming out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he came on for Nicky Butt, I think. Nicky Butt. Yeah, it was Nicky Butt. Yeah, Nicky Butt. And I think Nicky Butt even jokes about it till today. It was, a, it was an honour to be subbed off. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, just as a joke, he's like, it's an honour to be subbed off for Cristiano Ronaldo. But he was different gravy, man. Different, different class, man. To win a Ballon d'Or in the Premier League is, is not easy. And to do it, he obviously deserved 100%. That wraps up us nicely, you know, speaking about the GOAT. But we hope you enjoyed the, the listen. If you've got any names or you missed out, please let us know. If there's any of these, any of the countries that you want us to talk about, please let us know as well. We hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had your own names as well and hold, uh, your own list to kind of go on. Uh, we'll catch you on the next one and take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. Please share it with your friends and family and don't forget to leave a review on the various podcast platforms. We'll see you next time.